Hello, everyone. I'm Kennedy. And I'm Vasilis. We run Changemaker Z, a student-run initiative that aims to empower, educate, and connect Gen Zers interested in entrepreneurship. We interview teenagers with impactful projects and create resources to help you change the world. If they can do it, so can you. On this podcast, we discuss the logistics of creating different types of projects with Gen Zers who have already done it. We will leave our social media and website information in the description. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dancers Rise podcast. This episode reminds me of the first episode where we featured a games developer, Elias Sokolis, who had created a coronavirus strategic-related app. Today, this episode is about game development, and with us in the studio is Manos Danesis. Manos is one of our founders of iBook Studios, which has a really interesting story. This episode is all about starting a company, changing your goals, changing your, di- your needs, and creating something for the world, a game in our case. Manos, welcome to the show, so nice to meet you. Hello everybody, I'm really honored to be here. I am Manos Danesis, a 90-year-old from Greece, and I am the CEO of iBook Studios, a company I made with the purpose of making games and yeah. Well, Manos, I'm really excited to have you here. You know, I wore my little Mountain Dew hat, kind of, I know, I don't know, I think that's the gamer's uh, preferred <laughs> drink. <laughs> that's, that's what they advertise, but yeah. no, I'm so excited to have you here with us. Yeah, me too, honestly. I would love to know what got you into gaming in the first place. Was it something that you discovered on your own or did a friend introduce you to it? Uh, well, iBook Studios uh, was originally going to be called iBooks Productions. And basically, it was just me and my friend with an idea to make short films. I'm not sure if we had a specific goal for the company. Uh, like I told you, we're just two guys with an idea to make movies. But due to personal reasons, iBooks Productions was just abandoned at the time. It's after we switched from short films to games that iBook Studios became a game dev company. Nice. Um... So I love that. So you're just two friends with a goal and you made that happen. Um, Would you like to share with us your latest game? Uh, Sure thing. You can find it on itch.io. It's called Don't's Adventure Chapter 1. And basically, it's about an alternative universe of our universe where monsters and humans are at a constant war with each other. And the player takes control of a guy who recently was living happily in his base with his trainer and suddenly monsters attacked the camp and took Cynthia, his sister, hostage for unknown reasons. Now the player needs to guide Zon through the dangerous town of Porto Rafti and find his sisters. I'm really proud of how it turned out to be honest and I hope people enjoy it as well. This is really, really interesting. This whole story reminds me like a horror podcast. What do you say, Kennedy? Yeah, yeah, it has some horror. Yes, really action-packed. Yeah, yeah, it, it has a lot of action, to be honest. It's great. I am curious, which are the reasons that led you to change your business model from a short films company to a games dev company? Uh, like I said in my 
previous statement, we had to abandon the movie idea because we both were busy at the time and a lot of more problems were coming our way, like calls and stuff, so we just completely gave up on that idea for now anyway. Now, fast forward a couple of years and that's when I met this guy and told him about my idea of a game called Zone's Adventure. And that's when I had the idea of completely rebranding my company and long story short, that's how iBook Studios was born. Alright, so... We have a game right now with the monsters. Does, does this game have a title? Yeah, it's called Tom's Adventure Chapter 1. Great. So, how much time did it take to finish the development? Well, believe me, the story went through so much to get where it is right now. But, with that being said, I came up with the idea because I just want to make a game for my friend John and feature him as the protagonist. The game's development, believe it or not, was about three years. You can find the old version in Game Jolt, although it's pretty outdated, and you'll soon learn why we remade the game if you decide to play it. And the new version is about 20 minute demo, and the old version was about 5 minutes, so yeah. Alright. Well, I'd like to know what you think is more important. You think story or action is more important? I personally I personally go for story, but I know a lot of people who want gameplay as well. So I'm really trying to balance these two things, if it makes sense. I'm, I'm trying to go not too much on the story to make it boring, but also pack it with uh, bosses and fan challenges along the way. Okay. Um, I'll, I want to settle this uh, debate right now, right here. Do you think that PC gaming is better than console gaming? Uh, honestly, it's how you see it personally. I like PC gaming because not a lot of consoles support indie game developers. Like, uh, mm. an example would be Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch actually uh, loves indie games and has a lot of it. But you're not gonna be finding a lot of indie game developers on consoles. So, I personally prefer PC because it's a lot more freeing in a way. <laughs> Oh yeah, that makes sense. Well, do you, I was wondering if you ever go back to those like old style ar- arcade games ever. Or you just you're like, oh, those could go away, and I'd never miss no, them. No, no, I, I'm all the way <laughs> an arcade gamer. I love those. Believe yes, me. me too. You know what the world needs right now? More male businesses. Said no one ever. Do you know that 88% of all women-owned businesses generate less than 100k yearly? Only 4.2% of women hit 1 million in annual revenue. Well, Cubicle to CEO is a media company elevating the financial footprint of women entrepreneurs through their award-winning podcasts, digital programs, and events. They are making mentorship more accessible to all women. Personally, listening to other entrepreneurs and change makers has been a huge motivator in my life. That's part of the reason I joined in Dears to Rise. No, it's not just because I like to talk. Cubicle the CEO, hosted by Ellen Yin, is a weekly show bringing you case study interviews with leading entrepreneurs and CEOs so you can borrow a specific new revenue growth strategy from each guest that has already been successfully implemented into their own business. You'll love Ellen's transparent quarterly income report episodes where she shares exactly what her media company makes, spends, and profits every 90 days. 
Want to use the best income growth strategies from top entrepreneurs and CEOs, including Ellen herself? You can binge listen to past income reports on Cubicle to CEO today, plus receive free access to your first 10K month roadmap and a bonus workbook by going to our special link. I got y'all. It's zen.ai slash genzceo. That's zen.ai slash genzceo. See you there. Personally, I believe that, uh, as Malu said, PC gaming maybe is more accessible and console gaming maybe is focusing more on graphics. And sometimes it's not only about graphics, arcade gaming. That Kennedy said wasn't about graphics at the moment when they were introduced to the world. Yeah, graphics are pretty important, but not that important. <laughs> like, I personally prefer the gameplay, not not the graphics. Although graphics are pretty cool, and I, lo- I know lots of games that can be played with just the graphics. Like, uh, an example would be Red Dead 2. It has an amazing story, but the graphics are really awesome as well. Mm. For sure, for sure. So the game is available at it.io or it.io. Which is the process of publishing a game publicly? Are there any specific requirements? Honestly, there aren't any requirements for publishing a game on it.io. It's the the process is quite simple. You just make an account and publish literally whatever you may want to upload. And that is the magic of game development, at least for me, of course. You can literally make anything using whatever programming language or game engine you might want to use and upload it to itio. It's really simple and it allows a lot of talented creators to express themselves. It's amazing. Do you have any tips for someone looking to start coding in game development? Uh, sure. For starters, learning a programming language is not an easy task, believe me. But if you really want to do it, go to YouTube and learn from there. That is personally what I did to learn Python and Pygame. Uh, I was going to Skulk too, but that helped me. But honestly, anyone can do it if they are persistent enough. Uh, my second advice is quite simple. Don't do it for the money. I know that seems like a pretty <laughs> plain and boring answer, but honestly, it's the truth. You can't make a good game if all you think about is if it's going to go well, if you're going to make money off of it. Of course, money is important. But what I'm really trying to say is do it because you love making games. It doesn't matter if you use Unity and Real Engine, RPG Maker, Goddard, or anything for that matter. Just do it because you love making games. Don't ever give up and you're going to succeed. That is my advice to anyone trying to make games. Oh, I love that so much. And that applies to so many things. Um, But I wanted to ask you, are you familiar with like, you know, the metaverse and things like upcoming things like that, like the metaverse Uh, specifically? I'm really not that familiar. I haven't worked Mm -hmm. on it, but I know like Facebook is trying to do something with the metaverse it's like a yes it's like a vr experience i think i'm not quite yes. sure i'm not that's quite what sure. i'm saying we did an episode we recently talked about the, all about the metaverse and i was just like i wanted to kind of get your insight on how you think that'll change gaming um i think it's really uh, interesting uh, but because it's so immersive now 
Like it's completely immersive. Honestly, yeah, but I don't think that metaverse is really that different from uh, virtual reality. It's kind of the same thing. It's fun. It's fun. But yeah, it's already happened. Facebook isn't doing anything new. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Zuckerberg is going to come for you. (laughs) (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong. Your game is a pie game. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. It's a pie game. We use uh, the library for Python. Is there something that characterizes the Pi games, or it's just when games that they are based on Python? So this means that, uh, like, it can run basically on any PC on the world. Uh, it can because it's optimized uh, to run on every PC, but it's not that simple to be honest. It's a lot more complicated making a game accessible. Like for example, in the early stages for uh, for uh, Zone's Adventure, it was really hard getting above 30 FPS in some places, and the game was really buggy and yeah we just really focused on this part and really just freed up a lot of space if that makes sense it's not the language it's not the language it's how you program the game last question what does the future look like for ibox studios that's an interesting question one that i dwell on in my everyday life thing is I hope I make it and I hope I'm gonna be at a point where I'm able to make a company a real thing make games and later on donate some of that money to charity because honestly I want to do some good in this world and I feel like we and Zers are at a point where we can make that happen and me personally I'm gonna keep doing the thing I love which is making games yes I love that so much Well, guys, I think that is the end of the episode. Thank you very much for those who have reached the end. You can find the game's link with iBox Studio handles in the description below. But until next time, don't forget to change the world. Bye.